Kia everybody, what's up? It is Rebecca, and I am joined by uh, Eat My Lunches uh, founder, uh, Lisa King. How are you, Lisa? Hi, I'm good, thanks. How are you? A-okay. I got an email from uh, you, what was it, at midnight or whenever, wherever it was. Um, for those who don't know, give a quick uh, um, quick insight. Uh, what's eat, eat My Lunch and give me the, the quick, quick context 101 before we get into it. Yeah, so, um, yeah, from people who know about Eat My Lunch, we... Um, have operated on a buy one, give one model. So when people buy lunch from us, we give one to a Kiwi kid in need. And since we've been operating, we have given almost one and a half million lunches to kids in schools around the country. Um, most of our sales are selling lunches to corporates or to workplaces. And obviously kind of two weeks ago, all that revenue um, disappeared. Overnight. Pretty much overnight. And so, um, you know, we've been very fortunate that we were able to kind of revamp our business and our operations. And we started delivering fresh groceries to people at home, given the need, uh, and particularly during the lockdown period. But with schools closing as well, um, you know, it's just been plaguing on my mind about how we actually feed these kids during lockdown given that they're relying so heavily on accessing food when they're at school. And we know that, um, you know, during a period like this, the need is actually even greater. So we've kind of, it's been um, challenging and difficult, but we've come up with a plan to get food to kids while they're at home um, and using Eat My Lunch's logistics capabilities to actually deliver weekly food or lunch parcels to the kids um, in their homes. But we need um, additional funding to do this because it's outside of our normal business model, it's additional costs. Um, and so we've launched a Give a Little campaign to ask people to help us. So the, the, so the model at the moment will be, you know, uh, I'm a business, I'm doing um, a functionality or whatever, I'll, I'll, I'll buy, you know, 100, 100 lunches that goes to it. So basically you kind of do that one-for-one -one model with commerce, but obviously with this thing rolling out, you've now got all this sort of infrastructure in place. And so the goal is to get the the lunches to the kids, even if they're not at school and even without the, the commercial partners, right? Like that's the kind of the play because I'm, I'm yeah. sure a lot, of the, a lot of the reasons they need just because they're not going to school doesn't mean they don't need the lunch. I mean, you know, just because they're at home, food yeah. doesn't magically turn up. Um, and, you know, for a lot of these kids, they were accessing not just our lunches, but, you know, also breakfast in schools and fruit and um, milk in schools. And so, you know, without school, they're actually missing out on, you know, three, four meals a day. And so we've kind of been, yeah, I, it's for me, you know, it's the reason why we created Eat My Lunch mm. was to make sure that we're feeding these hungry kids and without the schools, there's even more of, I guess, an urgency for us to do that. And we've been getting emails from parents, from school principals this week, just asking, you know, when can we make it happen? When can we help? Because um, these families are really struggling. It's crazy how one thing, the, flow, the butterfly effect has been insane. Mm. You know, like even just talking to... Um, uh, John Baker before he was saying, you know, even with the, if people aren't flying, they don't eat the airplanes. And now if everyone, airplanes aren't flying for a bit, you're going to have 
or no one building any more airplanes. So all those people, they're now out of work and just the flow on effect for all of it. And it's, it's, it's not even funny. It's just quite, you, you think about, oh, because this isn't happening. Oh yeah. Now these kids aren't eating. Yeah. You know, it's like, geez, it's like, why? Oh, because they can't get to school. Why? Oh, because then the, the company can't sort. Why? Because there's no business open. Why? Because of this thing. The the butterfly effect seems pretty crazy. You mm. seem you seem worried. I am. Just because, mm. you know, we've had first-hand experience over the last four and a half, five mm. years around yeah. and, you know, we've talked to these kids and the schools and knowing you know, the situation that their families are in and that need is so real. Um, and there's a whole vast number of reasons why, you know, the kids are coming to school or we're going to school without food. Um, and I think the impact of what's happening right now <laughs> is going to be felt even more by those kids being at home. Agreed. Um, so, you know, and the great thing is like we've got, Fonterra on board, so we're going to deliver the milk that they were providing to schools beforehand um, to these kids. Um, we have Michelle Dickinson from Nano Girl. Yeah. She's provide like free science experience, um, cool. experiment worksheets for them. You know, because again, they don't have internet at home. They don't have devices. So um, you know, I've got kids and they're bored when they're home, and <laughs> they have access to everything. So you can imagine, you know, for these kids. Um, this period's going to be really, really tough. I just put um, a couple of the, the links up there on um, so, so with the with the give it a little link. What a, it's an interesting segue and something that I um, so it started probably this butterfly effect will work my way back. Mm -hmm. I did a joke on LinkedIn saying, "Oh, March twenty fourth, pretty funny. There's going to be a whole bunch of um, Christmas Day babies this year." You know, oh, yeah. like yeah. that, blah blah. And it's like ha 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 ha. And then someone was like, "Yeah, and divorces and a, a rise in domestic violence." And I was like. Oh shit! I hadn't thought about you know like you know you, you I guess you get stuck in your own bubble for, for some things and then you, you and then instantly when I go to this point you know I put myself you know if I've you know I'm in a potentially bad relationship I've just lost my job I've got no money I don't know how to get the food I'm at home I'm stressed there's booze around there's there's drugs there's no sport on there's frustration there's anger there's all these things and then you put a, a twelve year old kid you know like I always think about Rangi from Rotorua as my the guy I always think about that 15 year old kid that was kind of, I guess the younger me in, in many respects. Um, and as much as we're talking about subsidies and government and open the borders and level four and this, like I simultaneously think, well, what about that partner who's afraid to go home because they're abusive partner? Or what about that, that kid who really school was the safe haven and the safe mm -hmm. place for them to go to where they, and now they are stuck in a, in a, in a place with people who hurt them, who are supposed to love them. And it just all the shit, it flipping gets me, man. It's just like, oh, cause it's real shit. And so I, I've been trying to make a conscious ever when possible to talk about the awareness that we have about the medical stuff, I get that. Park that for a second. The med the the financial stuff around business, cool. Park that for a second, and then we're like, okay, think about the communities and the people, and and hopefully it's good because people are more reaching out and and the rest of it. But simultaneously, in a situation like this, I am guessing that the type of person, and and I'm sure data backs it up to some respect. If you're in the type of environment or household that where a kid can't doesn't have enough money to have food probably there's more higher than likely chance that they are not in a potentially safe environment in, in other respects as well. Right. Like it, that is a, that is shit. Yeah. You know? 
And, you know, a lot of the kids we were giving lunches to, they were in primary schools. So we're talking about, you know, five to 10-year-olds um, who, you know, for kids that age to understand the situation and, yeah, to be in a situation where, you know, they're not just getting those basic needs met. Um, yeah, you can imagine how difficult that is. And that's why for me, you know, the lockdown was critical, but the impact and the flow-on effect of schools closing, um, I, it's kind of been keeping me awake at night because it's the one thing I just feel like we really need to act on and quickly. And it's been two weeks now. Um, and, you know, we've had to jump through a few hoops to get approval and, um, you know, the go-ahead to be able to do what we really want to do. Um, and, you know, the funding is a small part of that. And can you can you pre-sell corporate packages, coupons, which keeps it? Can you like, what are the, I mean, from a strategic perspective, what are the other options that you kind of have right now? Like, how can you, how can you play this? I'm thinking, if, what are the other, what are the other plays? Could you, I mean, I saw, um, do you see David Downs? He created the SOS Cafe and it's a, um, you can basically, if you're a cafe, you can go on and if you want to support your local cafe, you can get in the mix and you can buy like a five or $10 voucher to your, to your favorite spot. And then they get the cash now to keep, keep staffing on or whatever to help get it through. And then obviously when they, when they kick off, you know, is there like, what other things, you know, can you do or can other people potentially help with, or how do you sort of navigate around this? Yeah, so I guess that's why we kind of quickly pivoted our business to launching these um, essential fresh boxes of groceries that we can deliver to your home. Um, and, but, you know, the reality is, again, that we've been doing that for just over a week now um, and it's not generating quite, you know, anywhere near the revenue we were at previously. Um, we have had incredible support from foodstuffs so they have committed $100,000 already to get us started, oh, wow. which is amazing. So that's why we can go next week. Like, I'm so happy that from next Tuesday, we're going to be delivering food to kids. Cool. Um, so that will get us going for the next, you know, two and a half weeks. But beyond that, and, you know, no one's really sure how long this lockdown period is going to go on for. Yeah. Um, we need to make sure that we can cover the costs of doing those um, food deliveries to the kids. So let's talk about logistics for a second. Mm -hmm. If I deliver to a school and a school has, has 100 kids, are you now going to have to go door to door? Yeah. Oh, that was one of the big challenges <laughs> for us when schools closed because, you know, we were feeding 2,000 kids through 77 schools. Right, yeah, so so you've got 2,000 deliveries. And now we have to do 2,000 deliveries <laughs> to 2,000 kids' homes. So, again, that's why, you know, everything we knew and, we, you know, our previous business model just doesn't apply anymore mm -hmm. um, in terms of costs, the logistics of getting it done. Uh, you know, we were using volunteers um, previously to come in and make the lunches. Obviously, that's not something, you know, we want to do or can are able to do in this environment. So, um, yeah, it's been, you know, quite a challenge and a problem to solve, mm. but we finally figured it all out. And then we were like, ah, we actually need money to do this. Um, Talk me through the, the tech logistics of how you go from 77 drop-off points to 2000. Have you, how are you going through the, 
Like, just talk me through that. Staffing, yeah. logistics, travel, Google Maps, API, just flipping everything. It's a shit show. So look, I think, you know, one thing that's become really apparent to us through this kind of crisis situation is what we're really, really good at. And I've always said that Eat My Lunch is a supply chain logistics business. Um, you know, we just happen to be making lunches. So um, we've invested a lot of money through the years in particularly logistics. So we um, have invested in technology which does route optimization. You know, we were delivering thousands of lunches every day across Auckland and Wellington um, previously. So the logistics side, we've actually got it sorted. Um, mm. so drivers, they basically get um, the app on their phone, they get all their jobs and you know, um, it optimizes the route for them. And then as they're delivering, as they're ticking it off, um, a notification gets sent to the recipient that their food parcel or their lunch has been delivered. So in terms of the ability to scale, um, we actually have all the infrastructure in place and we also have our own delivery fleet and drivers, which makes it so much easier for us to scale that. Um, and so we don't use third party couriers, which is, I think some of the challenges that some other delivery businesses um, have had. So basically we get 2000 addresses of the kids. We pop it into our bit of software. <laughs> it pops up with, you know, how many drivers we need, how many um, kind of different areas we're going to be looking at in the route. And yeah, we basically pack the boxes up, the drivers come and collect them and it's all gone. How are you, um, obviously this would be, class as a central service how do you navigate the staff internally oh shit Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> dying how do you navigate all the staff yeah so that's been um yeah we are classes in central service and we have really really great processes and systems in place and following you know guidelines um i'm not sure if you've been to our place before you know got a massive yeah. um warehouse and so we can observe all the rules and the procedures so, um, yeah, that's, you know, it's been, that's been fairly easy to implement. Um, yeah, everyone's wearing masks, wearing gloves. We really have to ensure the health and safety of our team, mm. as well as um, obviously our customers and the kids who are going to be getting the food. Um, but, you know, we've been operating in this space and we've been kind of doing it for the last five years. Yeah, yeah. So it's not a huge stretch for us. Um. What was the day you realized that you, you had to pivot? Had you already planned to do it before L4? No. <laughs> oh, look, I think, um, you know, when we got to level three and um, people started working from home, that was when we were like, oh, we're not, we can't deliver yeah. to workplaces anymore. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And, uh, yeah, and literally, you know, we went from making and selling, you know, probably 1,000 to 1,500 lunches a day into corporates to 100, like, the next day. <laughs> Overnight. Overnight. And that's where we're like, oh, shit. Um, mm, now what? Now what? And, look, I think we're lucky that we are still small enough to be incredibly nimble and, um, you know, play to our strengths and kind of go, well, what are the changing needs now of people? And also we're very fortunate to have, you know, the backing of um, partners like Foodstuffs um, to help us through this time as well. So uh, how, how much do you need? What's the so, right cost for this? 
it's going to cost us $40,000 a week to get these um, food packs out to 2,000 kids every week. All the logistics, all the everything, all the staffing. Food, the staff, delivery, yeah. The whole thing. Um, if people want to uh, support, find out more, where can they go? What can they do? I guess, oh, I think I already put the put the link in maybe. Yeah. Look, if, you know, any contribution, any um, how small or large would honestly be incredibly appreciated. So, yeah, if you go to the Give a Little page um, and give what you can there, that would be amazing. And I think it just launched today, right? I got the email last night. So today's yeah. day, day one of all of it. Um, yeah, crazy times. I mean, good on you for making the making the pivot and leveraging the, the existing ecosystem to be able to get that in place. I mean, that's that's a that's a fast turnaround for a new business model. It's I mean, good on you. Yeah, and look, I think um, you know, during times like this, being really, really clear and staying true to our purpose has kind of really guided us through. You know, so Eat My Lunch was set up to feed hungry kids and. We just kind of knew we had to do whatever was possible to yeah. continue doing that. Man, absolutely good on you, Lisa. Um, epic, epic chat, and I've put the link below to those who want, and um, we'll, we'll check back in on you pretty soon. Good, good luck, eh? Thanks so much. Of course. See you, Lisa. Yeah. Bye. Lisa King, founder of uh, Eat My Lunch. I put the link down there uh, to be able to support the cause. Good charity, doing good stuff. Um, good, good, good business cranking away. See you soon, team. Peace.